Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Third-party capacity-as-a-service startup Loadsmith has ordered 800 autonomous trucks from autonomous trucker Kodiak Robotics to serve as the foundation of its new Loadsmith Freight Network. <laughs> what do they know that we don't? This is Topic C. There are a lot, there are a number of trucking companies out there now developing an autonomous solution. Excuse me. Kodiak is one of them. The issue is, and I find it interesting, when a particular company pick, chooses a particular vendor, they didn't choose Aurora Automation. They didn't choose Too Simple. They didn't choose Torque Robotics. They chose Kodiak. Now, what are they doing? And how do they know this is even going to work? First of all, while all of these Autonomous trucking companies have had tests for years. All of them have been testing their technology for years, so it's not new. But none of them have commercial applications in the marketplace today, on the road, at volume, at speed, at scale. Yet Loadsmith is casting their lot, not with two or three trucks, not with 10 or 20 trucks, 800 autonomous trucks they're going to put on the road. How's this going to work? Equipped with Kodiak driver self-driving technology, it's expected that these trucks would serve what they call the middle mile. For those of you that are not familiar with that in the trucking industry, let me explain. You have the first mile. The first mile in trucking is the driver picks up the load from the warehouse or the manufacturer or whatever. The middle mile is typically the cross-country part where they get on the road, they travel the interstate to get to the next part, get to wherever they're going, whether it's a terminal or that manufacturer or a warehouse. The last mile is when they come off the interstate, maybe they have to negotiate in a city, surface streets, wherever, to get to the warehouse or the manufacturer for delivery. Loadsmith is imagining that Kodiak's Autonomous technology will handle that middle mile. Why that is important is part of the trucking industry's problem right now is getting over the road, long distance drivers. That part of the industry is the part that hurts the most. Why? You're away from home for weeks at a time. You pick up a load in one part of the country, you drive to another part of the country, you pick up a load there, go yet somewhere else. You might get home or wherever you call home once every two to three months. That wears on folk, it wears on families, and it's getting tougher and tougher as current truckers are retiring, trying to lure, attract, or otherwise convince people to enter in that kind of nomadic life. It's not for everybody. And what they're finding is it's for fewer and fewer folks than it used to be. With an autonomous vehicle situation, across an established interstate on what they call 150 of the most popular freight lanes in the United States. The reason why this works for trucking and it doesn't work for private cars as much is number one, freight lanes. You're traveling the same route back and forth over and over. It's the same road. It does not deviate. Interstate's interstate. And if it's Interstate 10 from Dallas to Phoenix, that's what you're running. And you're running back and forth and back and forth. Hundreds of miles. But it's the same road. 
takes a lot of the configuration situation and mile mapping that is currently bedeviling the companies that are trying to bring this to private vehicles and why so many of have pivoted away from it or are looking for other ways to monetize the billions of dollars they've already spent. In this case, Loadsmith would have a local driver for the first mile and they'd have a local driver for the last mile. The way I would see this is they would probably have a driver that would pick up the load from the warehouse or the, the factory, wherever, drive it probably to a terminal just off the interstate. From that terminal, logistically or the autonomous vehicle would take over from that terminal to another terminal far away where again a driver would drive it the last mile and the reason why this works is it saves the problem of trying to map changing and difficult cities suburban areas traffic a million other things that would be devil an autonomous system doing it this way the autonomous vehicle the autonomous technology deals with the most tedious part of the route And it's the long haul part that they get. They don't get tired. They're not subject to federal hours of service. None of that. They go. That that alone saves a lot of money because a lot of drivers lose time, according to federal law, by waiting for loads or waiting to get loaded. And as long as they're in that truck, they're not making any money. And worse yet, their clock is running. So they may, you know, you might lose two or three hours that you could have been on the road waiting for a load or waiting for a load to pick up, waiting for a load to drop off. This way, once they get that load to the point where the autonomous vehicle takes over, you know, they're not subject to those limitations. So they can just go. And if it takes 14 hours to get there, it's 14 hours. And they'd be only limited to, you know, if it's an electric truck, it's charging capability. Or, you know, if it's a diesel truck, getting fueled up. It changes the dynamic and it changes the economics big time. And notice I said third party capacity as a service. They're actually working with smaller carriers, which is something else because a smaller carrier could not necessarily afford this technology out of pocket, nor would they chance it. But linked with Loadsmith, this could be really something. You know, their logistics platform is designed to serve shippers and smaller carriers with the Kodiak equipped autonomous trucks as the foundation for their network. And they expect that their network would transport goods autonomously on interstate portions of highway routes, completing the long haul portions of Loadsmith's deliveries, while human driven trucks booked on Loadsmith's platform would do local pickups and deliveries. It ends up being a win win. If you're a local operator in a small business and you've got this continuing stream of guaranteed freight coming to you for delivery, your people will be home every night. So it's easier for you to retract people because they're only working in the local market while yet still guaranteeing that you will have freight to deliver. It's, it becomes a win-win for everybody. Now, what they don't say is with, they said autonomous trucks, but they didn't say how these trucks would be powered. So I could only imagine in due time, not only autonomous, but as they go to what what the industry is going to is a fuel cell electric truck. And they're going fuel cell because uh, they don't, they can't, the weight of batteries necessary to propel that much weight would uh, seriously restrict the ability of the trucker to make any money because the weight would not be billable, haulable weight, but wasted weight in batteries. And that becomes an issue. But I can only imagine 
this going both electric and autonomous. But they expect, their logistics platform expects to deploy 6,000 trailers on their network and to maximize the utilization of the Kodiak powered trucks on the network, pairing self-driving trucks and local manual trucks to increase their service flexibility. Add autonomous, I mean, adding electric to that mix and it becomes even more efficient and the cost of operation, at least on the autonomous side, goes down even more. We've come to the end of our program. Be sure to join me next time right here. This has been the Tech Mobility Show. The Tech Mobility Show is a copywritten production of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Welcome to AONMeetings.com, your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to AONMeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's AONMeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Kent Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. These days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us.